This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low to blow your mind. Big thanks to Coach Mack and Alema Harrington. Football Fridays are always a lot of fun. Uh, Gordon, I'm glad we're doing it again this year. It's it's certainly a highlight of the week. Sure is. I enjoy it. Those are good guys. Speaking of highlights of the week, uh, do we have a Gordon's List prepared? We do. Uh, I've got a couple offbeat stuff and then a bunch of football that, uh, that is a little different than what we talked about, but it's good. Well, let's dive right in, shall we? Austin, if you please. And now, another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know, we're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Previously on Gordon's List. Hey, honey, you can come sit with me. As who said? Who who said the, there are some things that you can't retrieve. One is the the uh, the flying arrow, and the other is the spoken word. A group urinal is a bad idea. Jeez, oh, it's time for Gordon's list. Brought to you by uh, Tim Daly Nissan Murray, home of the forever warranty. All right, Gordon, where do you want to start on the list today? We'll start with a couple of uh, strange items, and we'll get right back into football, okay? The first one is, did you see the story about a Malaysian shoplifter who won the gold medal in the Paralympics, but it was taken away because he was three minutes late to the competition? Uh, Did did you say shoplifter? Shot putter. (laughs) Did I say shoplifter? I I was really confused. (laughs) Shoplifter. I was was like, he well, eating on air? Or? Uh, I mean, he was. The shot putter. He won the gold. Okay. And then afterward, they said, ah, 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 you were three minutes late, so we're taking that away from you. This is the kind of thing that I hate. Oh, because I was going to say absolutely. I know. Absolutely. Are you on time or not? It's kind of like He the, won it fair and square. It's kind of like when you were late for the, the uh, bracket challenge, the station uh, bracket competition. <laughs> They set these deadlines for a reason, Gordon. Yeah, but why? What do you mean, but why? Because you got to be there. He was there. He just was a couple minutes late. Three, to be exact. Good. I'm glad they disqualified I, I knew him. you were going to be on that side. I, I just knew it. You know what? Them's the rules. Oh, here we go. Them's the rules. Be like if you went across the line or whatever, and he said, oh, I was just a little bit across. I just broke the rule a little bit. Clayton, I want to ask you a question. There's a video online of a woman supposedly flying Spirit Airlines, and she's wearing a bikini as she's walking up to the to the uh, attendant at the gate. Okay. Now, Spirit Airlines saying that uh, there was no way she was getting on one of their flights not dressed like that because it was inappropriate. How do you you travel a lot? What do you how do you feel about restrictions on how people dress on an airplane? Wow. Um, 
What kind of bikini are we talking? <laughs> it was nothing. It was nothing, you know. Uh, it was a bikini. I mean, you know, hey, but it was not honey, me. You can come sit with me. <laughs> what? You, you, I'm going to say I like it. I like dress. I'm going to like the dress code as long as it's not too strict. I mean. Mm-hmm. But that is inappropriate. It's way inappropriate. I mean, uh, how would you feel if you sat next to some uh, big sweaty dude who wasn't wearing Without a shirt? shirt? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I would. <laughs> My like, point is, where do you draw the line? Right. Yeah. Where do you draw the line? So I like it. I, I like that. Yeah, you can't be. Because what if some what if some big hairy sweaty dude starts wearing a bikini because he wants to identify or whatever? You know? Yeah, there's gotta you be got to be some bikinis. sort of standard here. Uh, I had a friend who used to travel a lot, and he said he would always wear. He wouldn't wear a tie, but even if he was going or if he's going, he would wear a sports jacket. And he said he got treated better. But if anything ever went wrong, he was treated with more respect. I think that's anywhere in life. If you're looking good, you know, going to a bank, going to anywhere, you're treated really well. Maybe that's my problem. I don't know. See, I basically, Me too, probably. I, I basically wear pajamas while traveling. <laughs> I want to be comfortable, you know? But I'm not like... Yeah, I'm not showing up in just a nightshirt. You know what I mean? I got uh, I like sweats do, or something. I always do the slip-ons because, like, I hate the security taking on and off and tying the shoes. I always do, like, slip-ons, slippers. Huh. So. Yeah, but they say, don't whatever you do on a plane, you're not supposed to take your shoes off because that's one of the germ-infested uh, Absolutely. If, if some stranger next to me takes their shoes off, I'm saying something. Same with the movie theater. Yeah, Leave exactly. those piggies home. Yeah. Oh, gross. <laughs> Leave your shoes on. Just absolutely. Couldn't agree more. So, All right. Yes. Wait, wait. I got to ask Megan this question. Uh, uh, Megan, how do you feel about the dress code on the uh, on the flights? I approve. You approve of the I dress code? I approve of the dress code. There's okay. a time and a place for a bikini and on a plane. That's not, not it. it. It's, it's because people take it too far. It's 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 like the service animal thing. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you, a legit service animal. You know, you'll you'll put up with something for the the well being of someone else. But it's when the you know the the service parrot comes along and the people that just <laughs> don't want the, that just don't <laughs> want to leave their their pets at home. That all of a sudden say, well, I I need this mongoose to uh, to keep me calm during the flights. You know, it's not the the one person that has a legit reason. It's the thousand other bozos that are pushing it too. Far. But I've never seen somebody bring an animal on board that was uh, unruly. Well, Google some of the animals people really? brought on board. Like what? Yeah. what they like on? ponies and a stuff. Komodo like dragon. Yeah, right. It's because Gordon's got, he, he flies first class Delta. He's not flying a Legion. Oh, the, hey, the different Speed. terminal is what he's flying that, uh, out of. You know what I mean? That's uh, what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, no, he's not he, flying out of Provo. <laughs> okay. he's, he's, he's flying out of. I've you never know. flown out of Provo. That's what I'm saying. Have you ever flown out of Provo? Uh, no. I have. Yeah. And take a forty-five dollar flight to L.A. or Phoenix. Isn't Whatever. that where Spirit's hub is? I think it's Allegiant. I, when you said Spirit Airlines, I thought you were going to bring up the the, the other big one. story about oh. Spirit. Uh, what uh, are they Spirit doing? No, some lady just sat down and started smoking. What? And then they asked her, they're like, why are you smoking? She's like, I've had a long day. <laughs> That's like that. I thought you were going to ask her right, about like, <laughs> <laughs> that. Uh, okay. I don't know. Could you imagine in today's day and age, somebody sitting down and just not not a, a vape cigarette, but an actual an actual cigarette just uh, lighting what? up and everybody's looking at her like, what on earth is this woman doing? Man, if you had the day I did, <laughs> you'd be smoking too. It's like Pittsburgh I 
loved, I loved her reasoning. I loved it. It wasn't, oh, I didn't know I couldn't do that or something like that. <laughs> it's it was just like, like, listen, you <laughs> and I've had a day. <laughs> you know, I remember the times. I remember the day. I remember the days of the smoking section on the plane in the back. And, and I mean, can you, I mean, have you? Is that, is that too old for you guys? Oh, yeah. Do you remember I, that? I was a kid when they got rid of that. Well, yeah. I mean, how does that work? I mean, how how can you have a smoking section on a plane? In a tube. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Ah, people were fine. No. Anyway. All right. Let's get. What do you mean they were fine? They were fine. The plane didn't explode. <laughs> no, but they had to inhale. It was, they might as well have been smoking themselves. I know. People are soft these days. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the right. guy who said three minutes late is yeah exactly. No, I I certainly see the logic why they got rid of smoking on planes. All right, let's get into some of the football. We talked with um, with Mac and Lemma about some of this stuff, but Charlie Brewer's performance last night, Jake. I want to get specific about him. What do you think of what you saw? He was good. I mean, I don't know, you know, how much there really was to learn. He certainly throws a nice ball. Um, drops continue to be yeah. an issue. Two touchdown passes um, dropped. I wonder what that's like when T.J. Pledger goes into the – we were talking about the review of the game, watching film. I wonder what <laughs> I wonder what that's like with the there, coaches. There were some mistakes to clean up for Utah. I'm sure the coaching staff doesn't hate that, by the way, because it gives them something that they can – Complain about. They can complain about and uh, to, to you heard keep Mac, them sharp. I mean, not Mac. You heard Kyle in the, in the post game bring that up. Lots to work on, lots to improve. Yeah, you know? I'm, sure, I'm sure he doesn't hate that. Uh, but Brewer, I mean, he was fine. I it, I I think if he really looked bad out there, I think that the, that would have been a problem. Other than that, I think I don't know how much you could have learned about him. I mean, he's he's got to be good enough to make the big plays at the right times, and we'll see. He wasn't going to get that experience in that game. Yeah, we said uh, before the game. You said, I think, if I'm remembering correctly, you said that there wasn't much to learn. Did you learn anything? Not really. So if you learned that that kick coverage needs to be cleaned up a little okay, bit. Okay, so if he throws for 233 yards, um, threw the ball 27 times, uh, or how many did he complete? 19, something like that. So that doesn't mean anything to you? Not really. 19 to 27, 233 yards, two touchdowns, and one pick. Yeah. Doesn't, the pick wasn't really on him. Yeah, it doesn't mean much. No, doesn't mean because well. You wrote a Weaver? column about it, so I guess it meant something to you. But I don't. I don't know. We learned that he's competent. I guess. All right. Well, I think we knew that. Did we? Yeah. I mean, there's enough evidence of what he did at Baylor that he was competent. All right. Well, then I didn't learn anything. Tavian Thomas. Did you learn anything about him? Yeah, I, I, I like the 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 bruiser back is back at Utah. I like that. 12 carries, 107 yards, 8.9 per carry. That's impressive. And I know, I don't care who you're playing against. That's impressive. Yeah. I, I think, you know, right now he has the edge at the running back position. Uh, Makai Bernard wasn't bad either. So I'm sure, but as, as wit will settle on a dude, I mean, I think he's mm-hmm. got the, I think he's got the lead. At the track. Yep. All right. You wanted to know about the receivers. We saw the tight ends galore. The tight ends are good. Tight ends galore, um, led by Brent Keithy, but uh, there's a bunch of them. And uh, Solomon Ennis had a bunch of catches, uh, like we mentioned earlier, Britton Covey. Did that answer any questions, or do you discount everything just because they were playing FCS team? Well, I think we knew the tight ends were going to be good. Uh, I've been waiting for uh, Solomon Ennis to break out. I mean, he's a, he was a notable freshman when the Utes signed him, right? Because his dad, Curtis Ennis, was uh, a stud at Penn State. Now he drafted by the 
Bears? No. I can't remember. But he was a first-round draft pick. He was like a top five, top ten draft pick. I mean, his his dad was a, a baller. And so, you know, that's one of those things that catches your eye on the recruiting. And he just, he's been good at Utah at times, but I think we've all expected maybe him to break out a little bit. So I don't know if he, well, I don't think he had that game against Weber State, but he looked good. And I think, uh, you know, obviously all the, the athletic tools seem to be there. So It'll be interesting. If the Utes really do throw the ball more, it'll be interesting to see what the distribution is because there were like eight different receivers who had catches last night. I That's been Utah's MO, yeah. though, for a while now. So I think they'll continue to spread So it when we were talking about the running backs and not necessarily uh, utilizing a committee there, uh, settling on one or two, do you like the idea that Utah does it by committee at receiver? Well, I haven't liked anything Utah's done at receiver in quite some time. So, But when you don't have a guy, when they had Darren Carrington, they threw the ball to him on every play. <laughs> So I'm sure I'm sure if they could identify a guy at receiver, they would prefer to do that. But I, I think you'll see the tight ends be much more involved, and they're going to find creative ways to get the ball to Britton Covey. That's that's probably going to cover most of your pass game right there. Okay, so the defense looked like a Utah defense to me. They limited the run, 57 yards for Weber, and they picked up a lot of those yards late after the game was decided. Um they gave up 213 passing yards. Did you see? I, I don't know whether I can talk about any of this because you're discounting the whole thing. I just don't think we learned a whole lot. I mean, Weber had to throw. So, I mean, do you, are you concerned about the yardage but, or were? But, but I think that's going to be the case against most of the teams Utah plays against. Yeah. Well, are you saying what you saw last night leads you to believe you think they're vulnerable to the pass? I don't. I, I, this is what I think. I think teams are going to have to throw the ball against the Utes because it's so difficult to run against them, and as has been the case for quite some time. So they might give up some yards through the air, but if you can shut down the run, I don't think the Utes going to worry too much about giving up some yardage through the air, regardless of who they're playing, unless they get themselves in a real Donny Brook, and then maybe that might be a, a bit of a concern. All right, we are live at the warehouse, 1825 South, uh, 300 West. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. And uh, let's get out to the zone phone. Of course, Clayton is here, here with us at the store. Uh, joining us now, so excited about this, Gordon. So excited for this moment on the show. He is our good friend Tom from the warehouse, joining us here back on the big show. Tom, how's it going? Hey, guys. How are you? Oh man, better we've now, you, Tom. Better we, now, we hearing that voice. You. Oh man, uh, it it is great to hear from you, Tom. How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. You were looking good on TV. No big deal. Uh, man, I got to give you a dollar, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, God, there's that good-looking dude. I knew Tom is like <laughs> Tom is like the biggest star in town. I know. I mean, it's uh, remarkable, Tom. Uh, I want you to know we've been rooting for you from a distance, and I know you did. We couldn't visit you, and I know you didn't want us to visit you because we're ugly. But uh, <laughs> we we've been rooting for you the whole time, Tom. So we are thrilled. Thank you. I actually would have loved you to visit me. I wasn't too much of a good visitation for a while there, though. <laughs> well, we're glad. Uh, how's it? How's it feel to be home? Feel pretty good. 
it feels good. I'm, I'm sorry you have to put up with Clayton there. <laughs> it's, it is rough. We've gotten used to it. it. Is yeah. rough. Come on now. <laughs> I'm still the one giving you showers. I might not give you a shower tomorrow. Tom, Tom, I want you to know that Clayton's been giving away the store, though. I, I don't know. All these prices reduced. I don't know. He might be in trouble. Well, I'm not worried about that. Mom's there. Mom knows <laughs> how, to, how to beat him up. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, Coach Mack tried to to give away, do the whole home special again, uh, Tom. So just be aware of that. I, I told him, let me think about it. Oh, gosh, I miss Coach Mack. Yeah, he's a good guy. I'll tell you, Coach is thinking about you too, Tom. He was excited to hear the news. I'm sorry, guys, but I love you. I really appreciate your friendship, and that's the. One of the important things in life is friends and family and faith. Well, we love you, Tom. Yeah, we and we've, we've missed you, buddy. Appreciate Thanks, you, guys. Tom. All right. Thank you, Tom. We appreciate you. All right. There he is. Tom, the world-famous Tom Curl from right here at uh, at the warehouse. Man, that does my heart good. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. That, oh, God, hearing, hearing his voice again, that... Yeah, that that he's was still great. got a sense of humor. He's, I mean, you can tell he's kind of still weak, but he's home, you know. Oh, he's he sounds after, great after, after two hundred and thirty three days in the hospital. Yeah, wow, he sounds great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No one, you know, the full story and and uh, you know the the ventilators multiple and all that. He sounds great. So this is what we're gonna do <clears throat> in honor of my dad. You know, in which he is currently. We had to turn in our. Our house is obviously his. The master was on the second floor, but we've had to turn in our our family room into a, a bedroom for him. And Mike and the crew, we all went up and we set up a brand new King adjustable base. And seriously, this adjustable bed bed is saving my dad's life. It really is. And so, in his honor, we're going to do the Tom Curl special. We have the King, the Solid King. Uh, head up, foot up, adjustable bed. Normally, this bed we do it on the radio for twenty one ninety nine. We're gonna do a special deal uh, in 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 memory of my dad coming home and Labor Day today through Monday. Normally twenty one ninety nine. We're gonna be at eighteen ninety nine on the Solid King adjustable bed. That's a capital boom. Like I said, this bed. So if you don't know and you're a listener. Uh, we sell the, the, the adjustable bed is our, our bread and butter and an adjustable base is basically you take out the box springs and the slats, you keep your headboard, footboard in rails and you put a bed, a base, a platform base that the head and the foot adjust by the control, a, ro- a remote control, right? And these go anywhere from 3000 to $5,000 on the internet. You can get it here at the week, uh, this weekend at the warehouse for eighteen ninety nine. Now I Boom. I want our listeners to know both Austin and I have adjustable beds from your place here. Austin, that's a better deal than we got, isn't it? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Come well, on, don't put me on a spot like that. Well, yeah. no, I, I think it, it's uh, it's got to be a rule, and it's understood that if you're going to do a Tom Curl special, <laughs> it has be to the be best. the best deal on the planet. Exactly, that's just how it works. There can't be a better well, deal. Yeah, I got the Uncle Clayton bet. special. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got chipped. <laughs> and I'll tell you, that, you know, I'd never had an adjustable bed before, but you're right, Clayton. Those things are once you have one, you don't know how you ever got by without them. I, I agree. Yeah. All right, come down here, 1825 South, 300 West. Get the Tom special. You will not find a better deal on the planet. More Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Somehow, BYU 2021 has to justify 2020. This season that they have, the angle that's going to be taken is unlike any angle that has ever been taken in our market because they have to justify this year and justify last year, even though last year is done and over with and they had the number two pick in the NFL draft, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. We're still going to hear C or BYU is going to say C. I know what I'm going to hear. I just don't know where I'm going to hear it from. You're hearing the same word. Word, but the inflection of the word see, is be, yeah. see? <laughs> exactly precisely that's exactly how it's going to play out catch dj and pk mornings from 6 till 10 on 97 5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network all coverage in utah this is your cougars at 30 update on 97 5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network BYU one day away from taking on the Arizona Wildcats down in Vegas. Lapini Katoa asked if uh, the running back group will be a bright spot for the BYU offense this year. Uh, if we're called upon, then yes. You know, I think we have weapons all over the field. But if the coach, you know, if Coach A-Rod wants to call five run plays in a row, then we want him to know that, like, we'll for sure move the ball down the field. And so we just have that mentality that, you know, we'll do what it takes to, to you know, do our part to help the team. This Cougar update brought to you by Zebra Res. Your pets are angels, but urine soaked carpet is a nightmare for your house. Zebra Res has a specialized method to remove stains that leaves your carpet clean and smelling fresh. Schedule your appointment with Zebra Res Carpet Cleaning today. Zebra Res, Salt Lake.com and up north, Zebra Res, DavisWeber.com. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson. Presented by Big O Tires. With the lowest price on every tire every day. With no credit needed financing options available. Big O Tires. The team you trust. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low it'll blow your mind. How about the Hokies up on North Carolina early, 7-0? thought they'd be down at least 21 by now maybe that's carolina's good. supposed to be good this year yeah that's right? what i'm saying yeah they're number 10 in the country um should we continue on with the, uh, the list there gordon yeah let, let's do so hang on a second <clears throat> easy right. there hey i'm all right now okay <laughs> all right uh so what else we want to get to in the game last night uh utah had twice as many first downs as the wildcats that was kind of to be expected right was it 28 to 14 am i counting those right uh sure i'll take your word for it and the crowd Jake the crowd. 
Yeah, I thought the the crowd, uh, you could tell they've been thirsting for some college football for a couple of years. I thought the crowd was good, even though they had to uh, <laughs> had to run for cover. They had to disperse there for a Man, I'll tell you, few. lightning can be frightening. Have you ever been close to being struck by lightning? Clayton, uh, you have? What happened? We were at uh, we were at scout camp up in the Uinas. Actually, I have a really sad story I'd rather not talk about. But, yeah, and lightning was like you heard the thunder before you saw the lightning, basically. Oh, that's wow. how close it was. I'm telling you right now, that's nothing to mess with. So scary. Yeah, yeah. So last night, when I, did you see that one picture that the Tribune had, of that lightning bolt coming down? I it's, didn't. It's right behind the stadium, and it's just like, man, that is nothing to mess with. So they cleared the place out. I think it was 90 minutes, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you see the clip of the tornado going behind the baseball game yesterday? No. no. What stadium was that? Oh, man. Storms. I mean, <laughs> when that happened, Jake, I was just sitting there going, what's, what's next? What's next? Anyway, good to see everybody back in the stadium uh, having a good time. All right. What do you think is going to happen, BYU, Arizona? I think BYU's going to win. I don't you think, think it, close. Do you think it'll be a wipeout? What do you, how do you think that game's going to? I go don't down? know about a wipeout because I don't know what to expect from Jaron Hall. So I don't know about a wipeout, but I don't think Arizona's going to be very good this year. That's, so I think BYU should take care of business. You would think so. The first game, especially with new staff for I, Arizona. Honestly, you never know. But yeah. I would, I would, I certainly see why BYU is favored. Let me put it that yeah. way. They are favored. I think that line opened at nine and a half. And last time I saw, I haven't checked for a number of days because I don't gamble on sports, but uh, I think it was up to 12 and a half points at that point. So somebody must think BYU is clearly superior to this Wildcat football team. I know Greg Hansen would think that. Yeah, I just don't think. I mean, it's a total rebuild job. Who knew that Kevin Sumlin would be so bad at Arizona? I mean, not just bad, but like unbelievable like scorched earth bad <laughs> i don't understand why arizona doesn't play good football it's a nice campus have you been there it's uh a, no. it's a nice campus i know it's a, kind of quote unquote a basketball school but that's a place you would expect them to be able to draw a lot of football talent to and it just i don't know it just seems like it doesn't happen certainly not consistently um some say that aaron Rodgers is going to open up that offense I mean, when you've got running backs like uh, like uh, Algier and uh, we, we heard from Katoa there and there are others in that room, well, I, I mean, wouldn't I know what you would think. Give the running backs the ball. Well, I, can Jaron Hall sling it or not? I mean, when we saw him briefly a couple of years ago, when he was healthy, he was pretty good. But can he... I mean, it's one thing to say you're gonna, we're going to open it up and be more dynamic. That's that's nice, but you have somebody who can do it. Uh, I th- well, I think they think they do, and that's why that those are the whispers that they are going to open this thing up. Okay, so I want I'd like to see that. I mean, if 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 Jaron Hall can really sling it, then then it's going to be a good year for BYU. Well, Jeff Grimes gone now. I think he was a little bit of a governor in that regard, trying to keep things. From getting too far crazy with the uh, with the passing game, but I, I think Aaron Roderick really wants to do that because he thinks. I remember having a conversation with Aaron 
And he was saying, in the college game, you have to adjust your personnel, like you were saying. You can't just take a system and then try and fit everybody into that system. Unless, like back in the day when Lavelle was there and they had the passing game going and everybody knew it, and so it attracted certain people to that program and they had great coaches and they could form, I think, the players into what they were looking for. Um, But now... In the modern game, where everyone is sort of used to the ball being in the air, you better have guys who can execute it or else you're toast. Right. It's one thing to pull Ty Detmer aside and go, hey, Ty, go out there and sling it all over the place. It's another thing to pull Paul Shoemaker aside and say, hey, Paul, hand the ball off. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we, we never forget, do we? No. No. It's no. Just, we never forget. you got to have we, the guy. So we, do they have the guy? We mentioned the tight ends at Utah uh, looking very uh, – effective and a a deep situation there at BYU. It's the same thing. I mean, they've got some really talented tight ends and we'll see how that goes. And the receivers, you and I have talked about this in the years that BYU has played really good football. It's, it's been due in part to their terrific receiving core. And they've got that group this, this year. I, I think they are set Gunnar Romney, Neil Powell, yeah, who else you got? You got the Nakua brothers. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of guys there that you can shuttle in and out. They're also replacing an NFL guy, though. I mean, see if they've got an NFL guy there. Did you ever think that uh, you would say that about Dax Mill? Well, considering he was a walk-on at, uh, at some point, <laughs> I don't think even the BYU coaches thought we'd be saying that about Dax Mill. Give him a ton of credit. And then the last thing, Jake, I, I, I want to get your thoughts again. We mentioned this with – with Coach Mack and with Alima. But what's going on with the Big 12 right now is, do you think most BYU fans are really excited about this? Or do you think they have some misgivings based on what happened the last time around? And this time the Big 12 is desperate. And last time the Big 12 gave BYU the big stiff arm. Uh, How do you think the, the average fan feels about BYU having, or apparently, having uh, a real good opportunity to join that league. So this is not a fair question to ask me because I don't understand the BYU fan that li- really likes independence. I don't get that. I'm not I'm not saying that they're wrong or whatever. I just don't I don't understand. I like the conference race. I've been talking about BYU getting back into a conference for a long long time now. Even so if it was a lesser really, conference you felt though. I felt like they should have gone back to the to the Mountain West. So I don't know if I could properly explain to you how the the BYU fan that really likes independence how they feel about this if they're they're eager to to give that up. I we've been talking about this all week. I think it's a, it's a no-brainer. I cannot come up with a reason not to uh, and, and frankly, if BYU were not open to the idea, then we wouldn't be seeing this news that we're seeing now with BYU being the preferred and the front runner, and it could come as you know it's not like that they're doing all this and they haven't even called Tom Homo. you know how do you think those conversations have gone and how how deep have those conversations that's gone? what I'm seeing yeah. I, th- I think we're hearing what we're hearing now that means the conversations are deep you think it's uh you think it might just as well be a done deal it feels that way to me and, and certainly after listening to brett mcmurphy on with hanson scotty earlier today that's the impression i i get from him too it's like the the texas and oklahoma thing we we heard about it after it was done yeah exactly. it's not like they had uh, you know let's bat this idea about yeah. get the presidents on the horn let's see what they think but i think people might suspect that because last time 
uh, BYU seemed to really want to get in. They made a great presentation. They said they blew the doors off that, and everybody was impressed. And yet, does this mean that Texas and Oklahoma are the ones who are saying, uh-uh? Yes. Yes. And now, they that got, they're, they now got, that they're gone, BYU and others welcome in? Well, the Big 12 themselves have basically already said that. What did we they see, say? They, well, it was a report from The Athletic, and I'm trying to remember the, the exact wording. I could look at it. But uh, the, the two schools that had issues with BYU are the two schools that left. And what were their issues? Was well, it about I think money that, or that, was it about, you know, the whole uh, – uh, LGBTQ thing. I what, was what? under the impression that it was the whole shebang, but I I don't know specifically. It, it wasn't mentioned in that report, but we're not hearing about that right now. So I, it's funny how if you feel a certain way, how a lot of those things just cascade away when money is on the table, when money is at stake, and the Big Twelve needs a school like BYU. Because they got to bolster what's what they're now missing, they've got to find someone, and there's no one out there better positioned, like Coach Mack was saying, than BYU. He's all for it. He he's like you. He agreed with you completely on that one. Yeah, I, I don't see I don't see a reason not to do it. I really don't. I hope they do do it. I like I said, I want to see BYU win a conference, and I do think this would be a better conference than the Mountain West. I don't think, you know, I don't know if P5, G5 or whatever is even going to matter going forward. So I don't know what label you want to put on it. But I think it would be an exciting league. And I think BYU would be very competitive and hold their own in all sports. How long do you think it'll last if they do it? You think this is for the long haul? I don't see why not. I mean, for 10, 15, 20 years? Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't it be? The, I, if, I, if the, other, whole, the whole landscape could shift. If other leagues wanted those teams... Those teams wouldn't be in those other leagues. If the Pac-12 wanted any of those leftover teams, those teams would be in the Pac-12. Same for the ACC and same for the Big Ten. And if you get in the Big 12 and you shine, then suddenly you may be attractive. But I don't know what the language of contracts would be because the last thing the Big 12 wants to be is some sort of launching pad for teams. But they're, you know, they're going to have to come to grips that their TV deal isn't going to be nearly what it, yeah. what it is now. Still better than what BYU it, has. It right? should be better. I mean, again, Brett McMurphy, the way he puts it, it it's going to be a lot more money than they're making now. Hmm. So um, seems like wins across the board. Coming up next, Not Sportsport live uh, from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Come see us. Uh, more straight ahead on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. This story is crazy about becoming an ultimate Aggie, which apparently is getting up on that bull naked. What bull is it? Is it the one that's by the Estes Center? Isn't that bull like bucking? I'm just wondering how five nude men could fit on that. <laughs> it's a big bull. Five nude men could fit on I, that? Five smaller men, yeah, probably <laughs> could make that work. There you go. That's the size of the thing right there. Okay, it's not bucking. You could probably fit upwards of ten naked men on that. So in order for you to be the ultimate Aggie, you have to be naked? Yes. I did not know that this was a thing. See, I would think if you were going to be an ultimate Aggie that it needs to be solo. Because these five were not solo. And that's where a lot of guys up at Utah State are like, hey, let's maybe <laughs> dial that down a little bit. Easy. One ultimate Aggie at a time. Hanson Scotting. Weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Check this out. And now, your Not Sports Report on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
Big Show live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, it's time for the Not Sports Report, brought to you by the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles in inventory. Check them out online, lhmusedcars.com. All right, Gordon, where are we going today? We are going to a poll online, okay? Okay. And this poll was taken, uh, they were asking people the worst baby names they've ever heard. But now, come on, polls a- are fun. This is on my mind because I just had a granddaughter. Okay. My daughter had a daughter. And they kept their, the name of the baby a secret and wouldn't tell anybody until the baby arrived. And now we're I like polls. So I, I was thinking about baby names. And I thought this was kind of funny. Can I give you a, sort of a sampling? Sure. Here? Tell me what you think of each of these. All right. Let me start with... Uh, the astronomy list. Apparently, these are real names. These aren't made-up names. All right, galaxy. Okay. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Down. Are they on the center stage or? Yeah, yeah. That's the first thing that comes to mind. There, I got to agree. Mercury. Nope. Again. Neptune. Nope. What would we call Neptune for short? Neppy. Tooney. Tooney. <laughs> Pluto? Nope. Uranus? Nope. <laughs> Is that the way how you say it? Please. Move on. Okay. How about this one? Outside that category. This would be the Game of Thrones category. Kingslayer? Nope. Khaleesi? Nope. If you're naming your kid after a Game of Thrones character, you should be in prison. <laughs> Yeah, they shouldn't be allowed to have you, that kid. Yeah, if you name your kid Kingslayer, you should be in prison. Yeah. Khaleesi, they, they no? call social services immediately. <laughs> Khaleesi? No, not really doing it for me. She's, and I, I love Game of Thrones. Well, kind of. Spoiler alert. I mean, she's the one that burnt down the whole town, right? Okay. Crystal Shining Waters. Nope. Jacuzzi. No, nope. this is Game of Thrones. Still? No, no, no. no uh, again, no. if we, you're we, naming we, your kid Jacuzzi, you should you should be locked up. Call social services. It's better than a hot tub. <laughs> you know, one of our great partners. I'd go with Bullfrog before I went with with hot tub. Or peaceful jacuzzi. body, peaceful yeah. mind. Bullfrog. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, strawberry rain. Nope. Sounds like a shampoo brand, doesn't it? How about this one? Jennifer. Nope. Jennifer with a T on the end. <laughs> no. Ah, I love that one. Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer. <laughs> you got to put the emphasis on the furt. I mean, then you're 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 sentencing that kid to a lifetime of explaining it. Yeah. Somebody's be like, is is it French? Is that T silent? Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How about this one? And this is what's key in this is the spelling. All right. It, it's pronounced Caitlin, but it's K and then the Roman numeral V for eight. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. What? How are, how are people supposed to pronounce that? Like, you picture the, the teacher calling roll. That's like uh, Elon Musk's kid that has all those symbols. Uh, no, your your name should not be like a license plate. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, should, it shouldn't be where you're just, the teacher's like sounding it out. Like, 
My name is Fred, <laughs> spelled F-R, the sign for Boron, E-D. Yeah. Well, if you saw if you saw Caitlin with the Roman numeral 8 in the middle, you'd be saying, Caitlin, right? There's a real name, Paige Turner. Oh, my gosh. Is she related to Marcus Page? <laughs> Marcus turned the page. See, why, why do I, I don't understand? Uh, I like, love this stuff. Like my last name is Scott. I'm not naming my kid great. Yeah. Like why? Why do people get a, a kick out of this sort of thing? No, I think no, no, just, no. You're... You were supposed to name your kid Butter. Oh, yeah, there you go. Butter That's Scott. Right. Uh, although I got to admit, if my last name were Daniels, I'm having a jack. That's happening. <laughs> <laughs> you know. The, the the worst one I ever heard was Harry Butt. Thank you. That, that, that's the worst one I ever heard. Because, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> you don't need to explain it. In fact, please don't. <laughs> I, what's the worst one you've ever heard? Jake, I, I just sent Jake a video recently of a city council that had a few of them. Oh, I know. That that was really something. What, what were they? Oh, someone pranked uh, the city there, council. Yeah, the city council and did a bunch of fake names. And we can't really no. say most of them but i gotta admit the 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 councilman or whatever that was reading them come on after like the second one you've got to realize what's going well, on. well when he got to eileen uh that's when i think he started to realize this might we might have been gotten here what was it uh eileen was her first name and what was her last i'll name? let you google it i you know i just i just A city in people- jersey People, <laughs> I, I think people need to be careful about this process. You've just been through it recently. I have. Austin's, you know, got to get used to it. So what? Uh, yeah. I mean, what? Where are you? What are you leaning on for that? Uh, catsup. Catsup is on the list. No, no thanks really. to last week. What, what are you thinking of? Uh, no, it, we're we like unique but not weird names. You like know? what? Like I'm not. We we haven't. Like, I like the name uh, Howard. It's unique, but it's not weird, you know? We're not going to go with Howard, but that's a good, solid name that you don't hear a lot. Howard, uh, and, and uh, would you call him Howie for short? Sure. I, we're not going with Howard. I just pull in a name. Unique, but not weird. You know what name I like for a girl? And I'm out of the name business now. Gypsy. I, I used that. <laughs> I used to have five of them already. And the middle name, because we had to go through the middle name, too. Tiara. But, but I like I liked the name. I kind of like the name Journey. Nope. Oh, my gosh. No. no absolutely not. No. Megan, Journey, no. like the band? Yeah. Or like the, the, the or, mission the or, Hobbits went on? <laughs> <laughs> the band, the trip? You know, journey? No, you journey. No, through that life? that again. I Sounds think like she's with too, Galaxy and nah, Mercury. You, huh? Yeah, you're in, you're ending up on the main stage with Journey. Yeah. I what what so are the too. names? What are the the predominant names on the main stage these days? You I've just never, hit some of. Them. I've never been, uh, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. Well, what what are they? Like what? You you? Do, I don't believe you've never open been. your seasonings cupboard and read the labels. <laughs> are you saying like Jasmine? That would probably work. What else? Oh, that can't be good. Oh, we got an Amber Alert. All right. Uh, we're live at the warehouse, 1825 <laughs> South, 300 West. Clayton is joining us uh, once again. And uh, Clayton, thanks for jumping on with us. 
Thank you. <laughs> uh, we're loving being down here today. We love talking to Tom in the last segment. That certainly brightened the day. Yeah. Certainly like the Tom special you're doing in his honor. Of course. We, we save people money, and it's something that our dad, um, I say our dad as if Toph's here with me. It's something that my dad taught us here at this at this business. You know, we go out and we fight for deals to pass those deals on on to you guys. And so, you know, if you're in if you're in the market and you're looking for something that you need for your home, whether it's a bed, a mattress, a sofa, a love seat sectional, um, or even the adjustable the adjustable base, uh, we're definitely the cheapest price price in town. And listen. We talked a lot about uh, sectionals today. I just want to um, go over those again. We have two sectionals, incredible sectionals available in stock, ready to go. You don't need to wait two weeks, six weeks, 12, 30 weeks, none of that garbage. We have sectionals in stock. We have a 9 by 9 which is called the Clayton sectional. Normally, we sell this sectional for $17.99. We have it on sale for $12.99. And if you come and do it today or tomorrow... On credit, we're going to do it for eleven ninety nine. Wow. Boom. That is a nine-foot by nine-foot uh, sectional made here in Utah. So it's a local company supporting a local manufacturer. Um, and we have them in seven different colors. So, And they're... You've got They're furniture here. here, which is something that we it's can't the best point part. out enough because that's not the case for most. It's the best part, you know. Bring your wife in, uh, sit on it, you like it, buy it. Take it today. Also, we have uh, one of the the industry's leading manufacturer, which is you know just north of us, one of our competitors. We're also also one of their dealers, and so we have two of their sectionals. It's in the hot. It's like a light cream. What would you call that color, Jake? That big sectional right behind us. Oh yeah, yeah. That's probably about uh, like right. a cream beige, like a nude yeah. kind of. Is that is that it's uh, nice? Is that like oatmeal? Yeah, there you go. Huh? It's like an oatmeal, as you, if you will, color texture. 11 foot by 11 foot. It's a big sectional. It's one of their best-selling sectionals. Um, I can't say the manufacturer's name, but um, this sectional regularly goes for $25.99. We have it on sale for $19.99, and I'll keep it. I'll do the same. If you come in today or tomorrow, do it on uh, credit. We'll do it for 18 Awesome. And I think it's important for people to know how these prices are so good because, and I used to look, you've explained it, uh, your dad has explained it in the past. You're connected, you get these great deals, you're nimble because you're a smaller company and you can get in there and get those and you have the contacts and you bring them in and you sell a lot of them, right? And that's why you don't have to mark them up. So let me, let me explain this, this sectional that, like I said, it's our competitor that's just north of us and the manufacturer starts with an A. Anybody that knows furniture knows the manufacturer starts with an A, right? So these guys, we don't have to do a store minimum because we've been a dealer for so long. And so somebody in the region over-ordered these sectionals. Our, our, our salesman called us up and said, hey, I have two in stock. You want them this week? Of course I want them. I don't have to pay a minimum. I don't have any salesmen here. And so there's no markup. You get it for what I got it, and I got the special deal because somebody over overordered. I got two of them. And if you go next store, you'd, you'd have to wait 12 to 18 weeks to get this sectional. I got it at my store today. I'll give it to you at the price that I got it out the door. And they sell it for a lot more. That's just, that's just the way it is. Well, they have a huge overhead. Their building's a lot nicer. They have a lot more decorations and a lot more payroll than we do. We don't. 
We got one guy in here selling to you. We're a small family business. I got the deal. I'll pass it on. You save money. You tell your friends, your families, word of mouth, refer some people, and I keep selling and keeping business. Lean and mean, baby. Just like that. <laughs> yeah. All right. 1825 South, 300 West. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. This story is crazy about becoming an ultimate Aggie, which apparently is getting up on that bull naked. What bull is it? Is it the one that's by the Estes Center? Isn't that bull like bucking? I'm just wondering how five nude men could fit on that. <laughs> it's a big bull. Five nude men could fit on uh, that? Five smaller men, yeah, probably <laughs> could make that work. There you go. That's the size of the thing right there. Okay, it's not bucking. You could probably fit upwards of ten naked men on that. So in order for you to be the ultimate Aggie, you have to be naked? Yes. I did not know that this was a thing. See, I would think if you were going to be an ultimate Aggie, that it needs to be solo. Because these five were not solo. And that's where a lot of guys up at Utah State are like, hey, let's maybe dial that down a little bit. <laughs> Easy. One ultimate Aggie at a time. Hanson Scotting. Weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.